And John Brennan, very quickly, have you ever observed a society in this state of breakdown that fixes itself without some pretty serious action? And if so, what is that action? What can be done to reverse it? Well, I think in the past, sometimes there could be a galvanizing event where it's going to unite individuals against a common threat. Unfortunately, the threats we see right now are within our borders or it's among us. And I think it's really going to be difficult over the next several years. I think we're in for, you know, several years of real difficult political waters here that really are going to really test the mettle of our democracy. And uh, this is the time, I think, for Americans to try to push past all the disinformation that's out there and try to return to the principles of this great democracy, this republic of ours. Huh. That came from John Brennan. Not something that um, any of us would take to the bank. It seems like this uh, problem of democracy is something that uh, many of them are claiming right now. It wasn't in, uh, until like two days ago, I received an email from sources I have in Canada. Very important source, actually, was actually a spy <laughs> and says, hey, CNN and MSNBC are going to be doing features on you. They're working on it. I was like, oh, that's interesting, right? So today I wake up to someone sharing a clip that MSNBC put together. Now, based on this clip, and we're going to talk about it because there's going to be a rebuttal video. Guys, I'm rich. Well, not yet. But this is how I get myself my own island. So if there are any realtors out there that sell islands, please ensure um, to communicate with me, please. Because everybody knows the truth. And when you're on a national platform and you make big boo-boos like this, well, that's when you have to pay. because. I'd love to retire. See, today I filed my taxes for the first time as a business, right? And I just kind of, you know, I'm always skimming on money, uh, budgeting, right? Never realizing, you know, why is it that I never have enough? Like, I don't even have enough to pay $9,000 right now that I owe in federal taxes and another $1,600 I owe, right? But I'm a grifter because... I have $40,000 a year to support me and my family that I take home, right? So, I mean, I don't see anyone else putting that stuff out there, but I digress. But now I just realized, wow, I really hit a gold mine. Wait, guys, this is awesome. So, as you all know, because the records are there, so they did this on purpose, the attorney general came after me with a civil suit after having crawled up in me with the feds and finding zero crimes, which tells you, obviously, that I got through right a federal investigation. They were watching me. They had secret subpoenas. They were literally eavesdropping, and they didn't find anything except to file a civil suit. And you can file whatever you want in a civil suit. You could drop in drawings that your kid does on the back of a menu and just enter it into evidence. You don't have to prove anything. You just file it. 
when you're the attorney general, it means something. But you know, where is he now? He's six feet under, right? That pedophile is six feet under right now. And everyone is still talking about it. They're laughing. See, this is the problem. Alleged patriots helped push this misinformation. So if you actually read the case, their question was $300 that the case also said is mine. They also stated on the record that I had not collected any donations. They also said that no victim was there and no crime, right? Obviously, because I was in civil court, but they had asked the court for $25,000 in fees, which by the way, I haven't paid and I will not pay. So beg to question, they know where I am. Why haven't they come for it? No. Huh. Very interesting, isn't it? But see, people don't like facts. But they're going to have to explain in court how they said this. Our Our countdown countdown clock clock to the the midterms has hit 23 23 days. Over the last month, I've been telling you about the folks that Americans will see on their ballots who could endanger democracy itself. These candidates include, but are not limited to, election deniers, QAnon supporters, and bold-faced liars. These discussions are meant to inform voters about what their potential future leaders stand for and what pro-democracy... Whoa. Did you hear that? He can't use the defense that Rachel Maddow used. Rachel Maddow said that she is entertainment. He said he's doing this to inform voters, okay? He said he is doing this to inform voters, I repeat. So now, the defense that Rachel Maddow used, right? Rachel Maddow used the defense that she's entertainment. He said that he is here to inform voters. Pay attention. Also pay attention to the fact that MSDNC approves of Frank LaRose. If that doesn't tell you anything, I don't know what does. Thank you very much for making me super rich. Take a listen. Precedents that they want to tear down. So today we're going to take a look at Ohio. Let's start with the Secretary of State race there. If you've ever Googled the current Republican Secretary of State in Ohio, Frank LaRose, you probably think he's got his head on pretty straight. He's not an election denier. As far as we know, he certified the 2020 election results in his state in November of 20. Not much of a feat, by the way, because Trump won Ohio in 2020 by eight points. LaRose won his primary over QAnon podcaster Tory Merritt. So he didn't compete with me. I wasn't in the primary. Strike number one. Number two, did you guys see how they used the double masks to say he was okay? So he never defeated me in the primary because I wasn't part of the primary. Let's continue, right? Let's, Let's do this one by one. You know what's funny? That no one is talking about this. This is, this is Mr. Sandman, give me a dream. Ah, this is so good. Wait, there's more. And why do they always pick the most messed up pictures. But fear not, the conspiracy theorist found another way back into the rate, adding herself back onto the ticket as an independent. Now, there are a few things you should know about Tori Maris. She has zero experience in public office, but lots of... So I served under two presidents, right? And I served my nation overseas for almost two decades. I haven't held a public office because people like me don't exist, right? Do you say that Snowden held public office? Hmm? No, you don't. But anyway, let's keep going. Strike number two. ...experience in pushing conspiracy theories online and insisting the 2020 election was stolen. She's leaning into her QAnon loyalty, by the way, seemingly incorporating it into her uh, campaign logo. Can you spot it there? 
Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Oh, the 17th state. Where do you see cues? They're just seeing cues everywhere. They're obsessed. In the O of the of in Secretary of State, which looks like a cue, sneaky. Vice News first made. I'm also sneaky, right? Can you see the cue in the of? Oh my gosh, sneaky, not cursive, sneaky. This is so much fun. Guys, this is incredible. They just made me rich, okay? I'm just telling you, they made me rich, super rich. Aside from calling me a QAnon follower, I would appreciate more if they just called me software itself, right? Or a utilizer of software rather than that. But let's continue. There's more. Made this discovery and Maris denied their request for comment on the apparent QAnon bat signal. So now it's a bat signal. It's a QAnon bat signal. And someone came to a request that I never got and no one responded. This is amazing. Wait, but they do things that are documented in courts. They said things that's not true. And this is where it's like, did you do this with egregious, right? You know, this is election mail. Though. Just, just, just listen. Just listen. And according to a profile from Vice News in 2018, a judge in a civil case in North Dakota, where Maris was living at the time, quote, ordered her to pay $25,000 after she collected money to fund homeless shelters and wreaths for veterans' graves, but used it instead to make purchases for herself at McDonald's, QVC, and elsewhere. The judge also found that Maris had raised the funds while misrepresenting education and experience. Okay, so $25,000. Wait, just listen. Let's, let's, let's just pay attention to what he said. Just listen to what else he says. That, that she, she did, did not possess. Y'all know I'm a big junk food guy, but 25000 bucks is a lot to spend on a dollar. So did he just infer that I spent $25,000 of raised funds on French fries? And if we read the case, it was $300 they were questioning. That was my money. And in the court, they said they were never collected and that the whole investigation started because of a media inquiry and that there was no victim and no complaint, but media kicked off the inquiry. So the $25,000 were the fees that the attorney general, who's now dead, the dead pedophile, right? The dead pedophile requested, right? He requested it for his fees to investigate me. So what he just told the whole nation in the morning is that I spent $25,000 on French fries. Oh, here's another one. He also goes by the conspiracy that I said that I was a medical doctor. I've never said that. In fact, I had MD as my initials. I was the managing director of CMI for the Western region. That's certified medical interpreters. I was a managing director. That's MD of the Western region, right? And that's well-documented too. So what they just did is pure defamation on a national scale, pushing conspiracy theory. Damn, I'm about to be so rich. Thank you, Lord. Because I was, you know, I, my, you know, my accountants are like, you know, they know and I'm struggling because I'm like, what am I going to do for retirement? I mean, at some point I'm going to be too sick or too old to do anything. What am I going to do? And it's like, well, here it is. I get my own island. Maybe I'll even buy Epstein's, Epstein's Island and throw a bunch of churches and conduct exorcisms on it, right? That's what I'll do because they're going to pay out the nose for this. Election meddling, defamation, you got it because this is all documented. Guys, this is fun. This is a lot of fun. This is so much fun. Wait, there's more. 
She was also accused of falsely claiming to be a medical doctor with both a Ph.D. and an MBA. All right. Let's put that one aside for the moment. Let's Let's turn turn to the Senate. Senate. Oh, let's put that aside for the moment. Let's turn to J.D. Vance now. Right. Because he couldn't say a lot of things there because that's not evidence. That's all everything. But everything else he said is an evidence, too. This is how I get rich. This is how they lose. See, you think Sandman was bad? I'm running as an independent. I'm already a minority uh, person running for a minority spot. The fact that Frank LaRose had them do a paid placement on him with his double masks, getting the endorsement of the Democrats is a very big deal, right? You know, you have to pay $25,000. Make me. Why am I not paying it? It's been there how many years? Why haven't they come after me? They can't. No, they can't because the criminal courts are going on for them now. Hmm? Right? Am I right? You see how I get rich? See, this is how I will own my own islands. This is how it happens. Defamation on national television. Complete lies on national television. Why? Because they listen to trolls. Well, that's okay. I want to thank all of you for filing FBI cyber reports on my behalf for my identity being stolen. You know, I had to get some filings done also for the IRS in regards to that because there could be people that are, you know, working with my social security number because, you know, apparently Facebook, Twitter, and even Truth allows these things to be posted on their platforms. And even if you report it, no one really removes it. But it's okay because we don't like Tori. It's, it's, it's not good for other people, but we don't like her, right? We don't like her, so it's okay. That's okay. I don't need your approval. I don't need you to say my name. I don't need you to endorse me. The people are. And that pisses you off even more. And this is why you are not me and you will never be me because you do not have compassion and you do not have equal footing. You know what's funny? I have the only viable case in the whole nation right now to crack open these machines and no one on the left or the right is talking about it. Not one person. And there's two reasons for this. One, they don't want the machines gone. Two, They built their platform on trashing me. They can't say good things about me because they're going to lose all their listeners, all their donors, right? We see them screeching and calling you socialists because you're not paying their way, right? But then they call me a grifter when I literally take home net 40K in my pocket to support my whole family, but I'm the grifter. You see how that works? See, I'm making less than public servants right now. And people have... A really big mouth. And see, this is how it works. You make things amazing. Do you know what I saw today? Guess who signed up on one of my platforms as a subscriber? Someone from Hong Kong. I was like, wow, they're paying in Hong Kong dollars. That, that's kind of awesome. I know I have my African supporters and um, yeah, Indian, right? But it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. And the thing is, it's not me. It's you. I'm you. We are one, right? The people. Where we go one, we go all isn't just a saying. Where we go one, we go all just for our friends. It's everybody. And so I just wanted to show you guys, I just hit the lottery today. This is pretty awesome, right? This is pretty awesome. 
And once I'm done with the elections, MSNBC is going to have to answer to that. The election meddling, the defamation and slander, right? Huh? And they threw Vice under the bus. So once they poke Vice in, I could just drag them into the lawsuit. I mean, that used to be Gavin McGinnis's, right? I can own that too. Look where InfoWars is. Yeah, you see what I'm trying to say? You see what I'm trying to say? Because when they attack me, they attack the people. And when they attack the people, they attack me. See, that is the definition of where we go one, we go all. One. As one unit. And uh, you know what's fascinating? So today I actually was in tears. I haven't checked my mail in over, like, I think it's like maybe 16 to 18 days. And so I had a lot of mail and I was reading uh, letters and I saw, you know, one letter stamped correctional facility. And I was like, what? And I was like, you know, I, I got scared. And then it was like, from somewhere in Northwest Ohio, like the Toledo area. And then I got another one from somewhere in the middle of Ohio. And then another one from Southern Ohio. Uh, one of them is actually in, in prison for a serious felony, standing by their innocence. I'm going to look at their case, right? And the others are, you know, one guy was high, right? He walks into a store and he's high. He's on the phone and he walks out with a Coca-Cola. He had just purchased himself like two ounces of weed for himself after work so that he could have it at home because he got a good deal, right? He wasn't intending to distribute. This is what the young man says. And because he walked out of the store with the Coke and he was drinking it because he was high, they wanted to arrest him for theft. And he was like, no, 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 it's a misunderstanding. I was on the phone. I totally forgot. And I just walked out. You know, I wasn't going to steal a Coke. I work, I have money. So they searched him. And they found the weed. So now he's doing seven months in jail. And he's like, you know, I know it's because of my color. And, you know, I don't know. Could be, right? We do have people that are prejudiced like that. We do. But that seems like a very severe punishment for someone. And he said, you know, I really regret, you know, walking out. I mean, maybe it was a way to humble myself. But Apparently, all the jails and prisons are talking about some round woman that's trying to break the system and he wanted to say thanks. And, you know, he's going to be out soon and he probably could vote because it's a misdemeanor, whatever they charged him with. And he couldn't pay it because he lives paycheck to paycheck. Right. And um, he just wanted to send me support just to tell me thanks. You know, I just wanted to say thanks. And I'm so sorry, you know, that I did it. And mind you, for anyone that's actually ever gotten high, you forget a lot of things. Stoves on, you forget your name, right? Could it be true like that? But, you know, Darius is in in our prayers. He's like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have been smoking wheat and playing video games on my off time. Maybe I should have been a little bit more productive, whatever it is. Reflection. And what shocked me was, is that the prisons in Ohio are literally looking at what we are doing on the outside. And these are people that have been in, one of them has been in for like 15 years. And they're sending me newspaper clippings saying, please, we want the people of Ohio to break the system. Now, I can't make that happen. There's a gag order in Ohio. No one's supposed to talk about me. And apparently on a national platform, they lie about me, like literally lie, things that you can verify are lies. 
And while there are people out there that enjoy that, you know, think about it for a second. You're enjoying someone being trashed. That's a big deal. That is a very, that says a lot about you. You look like Schmeagle. That's what they turn into, like Schmeagle, my precious. It's the same way that we saw people when they were talking about the Russia hoax. We all know it was a hoax. It's a hoax from day one, right? It was a setup. And yet here we are still having those conversations. So I thought I would just pop on. And, you know, let people know that today I won the lottery. So if there are any realtors out there that sell islands, I don't want to get any out in Saudi Arabia, rather the U.S., because I'm probably wanted in other countries for espionage because, you know, I kind of talk about it. And so, um, you know, let me know. Hit me up. You guys have my email. I um, I would love to buy an island. And... um you know, drink my coffee and have my cigarettes in the sun. So I just thought I'd share with you guys that I, that I won the lottery today. And hopefully if I can, if my lawyers have time, I can file it before the elections and sue the crap out of them. Cause this is going to be fun. You know, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun and I am going to enjoy every minute of it especially for every single person. You know, I, I don't understand why people that are supposed to be about America are hoping and cheering that I fail, right? I don't understand why the right-wing media doesn't talk about the only viable case in the nation because they're all about that, right? Aren't they all about that? They're all about we need to get rid of the machines and machines and machines. And, and most of them don't even know what they're talking about. They're just regurgitating stuff, right? I actually have firsthand knowledge. But MSNBC just made me rich. They made me rich. You can't take that back. Unless you go on national television and you apologize and say, we spoke of her wrongfully. Like, and it's not one second in a retraction. I'm not happy with that. You have me on there. Because see, the problem is that neither the left or the right can attack my message. Therefore, they attack me or my kids or my mom or my cousins or my aunt or my uncle or my sister or my brother. You know, even if they're dead, they're going to come after them. And that's really sad. But again, think about it. All these people claiming to be all about America, all about where we go one, we go all, right? Where are you? Was it just for dollar, dollar, paper, dollar? Right? Does that make sense to you guys? They're all about the people, but only the people that are in their clique. They're all about freedom, but only for the people that are in their clique, right? They're all about, let's get rid of the machines, but only if one of their friends gets it done, right? It's not the people of Ohio that are going to get it done. You see, this is how you see it. This is why you see these, who was it? Tracy Beans that came out and was calling you guys socialists because you were complaining of her sponsors that she's selling you like silver and all this stuff because she needs operating expenses. Honey, you're not likable and you think you're important. You aren't. It's the people. You're supposed to be working for them and calling the people that keep your lights on socialists, not a very good look. So I'm confused is how they have support. You know, it's, it's pretty interesting. And, you know, the fact that, um, you know, Infowars, right? Alex Jones got 
taken down for defamation and all these things, right? That's precedent. I get to use it. So again, I'm okay standing in the gap. I'm okay being attacked because I know who I am. And the people that know me know who I am. And that's what matters. But thank you, MSNBC. I'm buying an island. Maybe I'll name it after you. Maybe I'll say, maybe I'll call it Peacock Island, right? Maybe I'll buy a couple of your, I don't know. That's what's amazing. They think they get away with this. Thank you, everyone, for your support. Thank you, everyone, for everything you do for me. And keep me in your prayers. And let's pray that my lawyers have time to actually file this before the elections against MSNBC. Because this is going to be one hell of a ride. I'm rich and I'm excited. So that's all I wanted to tell you guys for now. Tomorrow I have an event, but I may be doing a show on someone else's show. But once again, let me remind you of this clip because it tells you everything you need to know. He knew I was coming. Now they all do. And John Brennan, very quickly, have you ever observed a society in this state of breakdown that fixes itself without some pretty serious action? And if so, what is that action? What can be done to reverse it? Well, I think in the past, sometimes there could be a galvanizing event where it's going to unite individuals against a common threat. Unfortunately, the threats we see right now are within our borders or it's among us. And I think it's really going to be difficult over the next several years. I think we're in for, you know, several years of real difficult political waters here that really are going to really test the mettle of our democracy. And uh, this is the time, I think, for Americans to try to push past all the disinformation is out there and try to return to the principles of this great democracy, this republic of ours. <laughs> the big lie. Because everyone's got amnesia. Because these machines just popped up overnight. We forget that in 2004 in Ohio, they stole the first elections. And we had congressional hearings about that, then sold the machines to the, to the Venezuelans, right? And we also forget that in 2006, the Justice Department now fired all those AGs, right? Because it was unconstitutional. They forced states to comply with their digital voting. And if you read the HAVA Act further down, they tell you that they're experimenting with online voting because that's the ultimate goal. No, 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 not with our First Amendment and it's common sense. If you have nothing to hide, then why not open them up? See, that's the problem these people have. They talk, talk, talk. I want to congratulate all of you who have come to Mexico City in person and online to be part of this groundbreaking summit. You are the vanguard of a rising generation of citizen activists who are using the latest technological tools to catalyze change, build movements, and transform lives. And I hope this conference provides an opportunity for you to learn from each other and discover the tools and techniques that will open new doors for activism and empowerment when you return home. All over the world, young people like you are driving progress. In Colombia, two young college graduates fed up with violence in their country used Facebook to organize 14 million people into the largest anti-terrorism demonstrations in history. 
In Iran, we saw young people using Twitter and YouTube to communicate with each other and the world, despite a government crackdown designed to keep them silent. And in India, a 14-year-old high school student from Mumbai used social networking to link together half a million people who sought solidarity and support in the aftermath of the November 2008 terrorist attacks. You have all traveled unique paths to get here today. You come from different cultures and countries and speak different languages. But you all share a common commitment to engaging with the world, to using every tool at your disposal to bring people together to solve problems. And that makes you the kind of leaders we need as we work to meet the challenges and seize the opportunities of the 21st century. Governments can't do it alone. Citizens, organizations, businesses, universities, everyone with a stake in our shared future must take responsibility for shaping it. That's what we call 21st century statecraft. So thank you for being on the front lines of progress, and I can't wait to see what all of you do next. Right? They told you. They're going to be using social media to mold your ideas. That's how they throw their revolutions. That's how they do their color revolutions. That's how they sway public opinion. DARPA did a whole thing on the Bradley slash Chelsea Manning thing. There's a whole report on how successful they were using Twitter to shape the ideologies of every single user on social media. This isn't some breaking news. And it's funny how everyone's breaking news that we all together broke years ago. Isn't that funny? Now, don't forget, here's your public service announcement. You may have never seen something like this, but every day John rummages through the garbage looking for something to eat. John here, like many Americans, had a job, but the government took it away with the COVID lockdowns and regulations. John may never experience death or intense symptoms from the virus, but he's forced to live in extreme poverty. You might think, what might I have in common with Americans like these? They're not like me at all. You couldn't be more wrong. Like you, these Americans know the value of work, but unlike you, they haven't been allowed to work to make ends meet all year long. We also have in the legislation uh, direct payments, which were not in the Republican bill, to America's working families. I would like them been bigger, but they are uh, significant. In terms of the bonus that corporate America received versus the crumbs that they are giving to workers to kind of put the schmooze on. For a dollar and sixty a day, you can bring hope to an American. Your dollar and 60 cents can mean Americans like John here can have clean water and food to eat. Call today. Again, what could amount to crumbs could make all the difference in the world. Call now and bring hope to the new medical tyranny they now live in. I just want you to know that that would have been our reality right now if you, the people, hadn't stood up to fight. If you, the people, haven't sent letters. If you, the people, didn't stand up for your kids' rights and filing your little pro se lawsuits that they all made fun of, you know we were fighting for the right to defend our children. I am blessed. I have the best employer. I have a fortune one million. And that's the people. I would be able to afford an attorney to represent my kid. But what about the single mom with two kids 
What about the struggling family of four that lives off of a salary of $100,000 a year and can't make ends meet? You think they have money for an attorney? Do you think the Bar Association is going to allow anyone to represent them? Absolutely not. Yet they mocked you. And then they created organizations to take your incentives, right, and your gusto and create moms as an organization with lawyers going in there to apparently fight masks when the whole point was to fight for the right to represent your kid. See, it's unfortunate that we are in this position right now, and it's not mostly because of the people that listen to the mainstream media and to the propaganda. It's actual people that supposedly support a free nation that have brought us into this this position. And I'm going to fight that one too. That's appealable to the Sixth Circuit. I'm going to make sure that every single parent in the nation has the right to defend their kids because I said I was going to do it and I'm going to do it no matter how late, no matter how slow, you know, I'll save up. I'll get it done. I'll get it done because that's the right thing to do. And I'm actually very excited to see that a lot of people that are on the right are breaking ranks of clicks and moving forward. I mean, I just saw people saying what I said two years ago. Hey, and I set up my, uh, you know, <laughs> OnlyFans account, right? They're all talking about that like it's a new idea. It's not. The North American Union, not a new idea. It's been implemented for years. I wrote about it in 2018. I told the world about it. But the problem that we have is that we have reduced ourselves to the point where we look up to other people to tell us how to think. That's the problem. You don't need anybody to tell you how to think, how to vote, how to walk, how to talk. And all of these politicians with their videos are telling you how much better they are than you. Look at me. I've got 2.5 kids. We're doing lemonade. I served and I have the white picket fence. I'm better than you. Therefore, I know best. You see, this is the problem we have as a people. It's systemic. They make you feel like you have to look up to them. You don't. They rely on you to get paid. You pay their salary. They're supposed to be looking at you. You know, I see a lot of people on the Republicans say, well, you know, she won't get votes. So, and it's like, we can't have a Democrat. Don't you get it? If we all unify, we can be the biggest middle finger to the establishment in U.S. history. We can change it and be the beacon for the rest of America to say, you know what? No, we're going with the underdog. Republicans and Democrats have both failed us. Let's go somewhere different. I mean, it's different. Why are you doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? That doesn't make sense. Hmm. Now, let me just leave you again with a little preview of this documentary that has been in the works for a very long time. And I have been very delayed in actually getting pieces together. So it's actually my fault. It's delayed. Please enjoy. The United States of America is a unique nation with a constitution that preserves rights for its citizens. It's we the people who tell the government what they can and can't do, not the other way around. This is freedom. Freedom from oppressive government. 
Yet its citizens have been betrayed through subversion of their constitutional rights. This change has been witnessed around the world. And citizens let it happen. Violation of our laws by the fourth unelected branch of government. Not elected, but selected. Those seeking a democratic world order sought to convert a free nation into a totalitarian state. And too many in the agency apparatus are helping. The United States looks weak. Bird bath or privilege scrub. They're the two um, exercises we're engaged, bathing exercises we're engaged in. You have weak leadership. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. The absurdity and stupidity is what causes you to disengage from caring about your government. This is intentional. Now imagine you're an enemy of the United States. Those who oppose free citizens. They observe and think the people of the United States of America are stupid, weak. Therefore, it's time to attack. As warfare is evolving, Constitutional laws that protect the citizens of the United States have been violated. This is an act of war on the people. From decades of compromised candidates in Congress and presidents who built up the agencies. The fourth unelected branch of government. How do you destroy a tank? This is a Russian PT-76, the current Red Army amphibious tank. You could say that it was obtained, all 15 tons of it, through intelligence channels. Or you could say we stole it. Once upon a time, spying or espionage was a fairly straightforward game. But we have come a long way rather quickly from Matahari. There is something new in the science of spying. It's not just stealing military hardware and secret plans, but using tanks and plans and men to promote our policies around the world and sometimes to overthrow governments we don't like. Overthrow governments we don't like. How do you destroy a tank? You destroy a tank from the inside. To invade and destroy the United States, you must infiltrate and attack from the inside. What becomes of a world without the U.S. Constitution? Who is infiltrating the United States of America? To understand how, we have to go back and take a good look at our history. That's right. That's right. That is the preview of what you are about to see. Now, allow me to say thank you. God bless you. 
Thank you for all your support. And we already won. They just don't know it yet. And I'm now a rich girl. Yay. If I was a rich girl, na na na.